Yo, what's good? It's the one and only, and I'm, hey, we're back. I'm joined right now by the one and only Fredo Bang, fresh off of his new project, in the name of G, still most hated. What's good? What's popping? What's going on with you? Yeah, I'm a rock and roll. I don't even like baby that's scared. Name of G being tall on money. don't make no sense to speak. Yeah. Oh, you got to teach me how to do that, bro. That is a fucking ill-ass drop, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all from Texas, y'all got all the lingo. Man, you made that shit sound so cool, man. I've been watching your interviews sometimes, and I'm like, uh, I, I can't, I can't keep up, bro. I can't keep up. But yo, let, let, hey, let's talk though, bro. You got, hey, you got this new project out, bro. I heard it, man. It, it, it's jamming, it's banging, bro. Let's talk about it real quick. How you feeling now that this new project is out, man? I'm still most hated. I'm happy with it because at the end of the day, it was just a filler. It wasn't really a real project. It was just a filler to get, like, to feed my fans something until I drop my album. So I feel like I'm, my fans happy, so I'm happy. Yeah, man. You know, uh, I saw that the, the the single with Dirk that you dropped, it hit the trimming on YouTube, man. So for it being a filler, man, that's a, that's a flex, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's a big flex. But it's a prelude to the album because you got an album coming soon, right? Right, right. Definitely. All right, man, look, we're going to get back to the project in just one minute, but I want to know a little bit more about your story, your journey, the name of the show's called Nothing Beats Experience, and here we talk about the experience, bro. So let's talk about yours, man. Uh, started out rapping when, what made you want to start rapping? At what point did you say, like, you know what, this is actually what I want to do for a living? What was that like, bro? Um, I started rapping at, like, 13, whatever, and I always wanted to do music and stuff. But as far as like me making money off of stuff, I ain't make no money off of it until I came home. Yo, so so let me ask you something. Whenever you started rapping, like, well, first and foremost, there's nothing else that you wanted to do other than rap. Like, you never wanted to be a ball player. You never wanted to be uh, anything else. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wanted to play baseball. I wanted to learn how to cook. I wanted to learn how to work on cars. I want to do a lot of things but until I know, until I uh, found out they don't make no money. <laughs> well, hey, so look, you, you decided to get into rapping. You're young. Uh, did you ever have any other rap names? Was it always Fredo Bang, or did you go by anything else at any point? Uh, when I first started, my, my name was Wildlife Fred because we used to call it, I did click Wildlife. Yeah, we used to throw up a W in the air. But uh, other than that, my partner, uh, favorite rapper was Cheeky, so he called me Fredo, and he just added the bang. That's it. It been it for, since then. You know what I'm saying? And the rest is history. So, at what age did you actually start recording? What was your first song recorded at? Man, it was a song called uh, "Fire." Fire. Some song called like "Fire." <laughs> How old were you, man? Thirteen, fourteen. Boy, man, so you've been at it for a minute then, right? Yeah, a little minute. Hey, man, you know they always say that uh, overnight successes are usually 10 years, man. That usually takes 10 years to be an overnight success, so you know how that goes. But I know you were you were away for a while. You got locked up for, I want to say, what, two years, two and a half years? Two and a half. So, look, I wanted to ask this because this is something for me. You know, I was sharing this story the other day with a friend of mine. I was talking to him about how, Whenever I was working a day job, man, all I would do was daydream about, you know, going back to doing events because I had been doing events prior, you know, putting on concerts, putting on shows and 
just being closer to the music. I, I know that it, you probably had to feel like helpless at times being in there because the time was just running like slow. You're just there looking at the same shit every day. But at any point, you just like, were you envisioning success while you were there? Did you say like, were you daydreaming? Were you visualizing like when I get out, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pop off and this is really going to happen. Nah, I, I'm a type of person. I got to see the believe it. So it was always a goal and a want for me. It was never like, okay, this is going to happen for sure when I get home. I never think like that. I don't never have that in my brain. You know what I'm saying? So whenever you did get out, what did that look like? Were you just like, did you go right, right to the studio and, or like, did it just pop? Yeah, uh, actually, I ain't let nobody know I was home for two weeks and I recorded and shot videos. So I was like, when I do let people know I'm home, I had to capitalize off the attention because I knew I was going to have a lot of attention on me and people wanted to know what I had to say. So I wanted to capitalize on it as soon as I could. So the same day I let everybody know I was home, uh, it was the same day I dropped my first video. And then the rest is history. So then you end up getting signed on to Def Jam, like, and, and then now you're starting to see this become a real career. But at what point would you say, like, you now are taking the serious as a profession? This is now your real job. You're now making real money off of this. Was it, was like, what was that payday like? Was it uh, an advance? Was it a feature? Was it a, a show that you're like, yo, this is what I'm doing now for real? I mean, I'd probably say when I first came home and I started getting like features and, and, and stuff. Uh, the signing to the first advance, but I didn't want to go back to the streets or sell drugs and then so I was like, man, this is what it is. This is what I got to do. This is what I meant to. This is what I got. I got to squeeze this and and make some out of this. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. I, I just, you know what I'm saying? It was just the bottom line. Like, I'm not trying to go back to the hood and go sell drugs in the middle of war or something. You feel me? Cause it's just not gonna turn out good. I'm on I'm on five years parole. Like one slip up and it's over. With. You feel me? Yeah, man. You know, and, and I gotta give you props, bro. You know, coming out of coming out of prison and being able to find success in any field, it, you know, it it's a big deal, man. So I kind of want to see if you could share uh, some advice on anybody that might may, that may be faced with like some hardships that they're dealing with right now. Or what you could tell somebody like yo, like just push through or whatever the case may be per your experience from being someone that was locked up and someone that came out and is now making a legitimate living off of what they love to do. I really feel like, I mean, if you weak, you beat, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you, if, if, if you feel counted out, you're already out. So like with me, I took my pain, I took my, my hardship and I done made it into my, my, my positive. I turned my negative into a positive. So I feel like sometimes you gotta reach and, and look deep inside of, into your negative. And sometimes you gotta turn your negative into a positive, you feel me? Absolutely, man. Look, I, I watched a lot of your interviews, bro. I've watched a ton of your interviews, man. And are you, do you happen to be a pro boxing fan by any chance? A pro boxing, yeah. So, so are you familiar with Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford yeah. and shit? Yeah. So, you know, and, and I, I never want to be the interview that asks you all the same shit that everybody else asks you, but I, I wanted to ask you just from a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like anytime you hear Earl's name mentioned, Terrence Crawford's name is mentioned. Anytime you hear Terrence Crawford's name mentioned, he gets asked about Earl. I feel that way sometimes about you and NBA. Like every time you do an interview, it always like NBA, you know, and like, I, A, I want to know, do you get tired of the shit? That's the first question, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and two, 
How much of that do you think is rooted, aside from whatever personal differences there is, how much of that is rooted from just being two really successful artists from the same city? Um, for one, yeah, I, I do get tired of that shit. Because <laughs> I, I feel like some people be trying to base my career off other people. It's just be annoying. Because I, I mean, I, I feel like my whole foundation, I don't do from freight from crumbs, you feel me? But uh two, um honestly, I feel like um uh, I like I know honestly uh dude a big artist and so when you're a big artist uh the fans like the gravitate stuff you know a lot of stuff gravitate around big artists you feel me? Yeah and me, I'm uprising, and you know, I'm you know, I'm making a real name for myself, and, and you know, I ain't no pushover as far when it comes to the music. You feel me? So I feel like it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just in some ways like it's like the sun and earth type shit. It's just in the same orbit type shit. Do you feel it's more of a case of like the fans wanting to pit? pit two of these successful artists against each other. Like back in the day in Louisiana, you being from Louisiana, it was like you either had to like no limit or you had to like cash money. So they would always pin them against each other, even though they right, were- Right, 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 right. It's, it's, it's like that. Yeah, definitely like that. So let me ask you something. What is it about two successful people in a city? Because I'm asking now from experience, you know, I'm over here in Dallas-Fort Worth and in Dallas, there was recently some, uh, some tragic incidences with some really successful artists out here that two powerhouse artists from the area could not get along and then it ends up being, you know, tragedy that comes out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it like that people cannot coexist on that level, bro, in your opinion? Honestly, uh, I can't really speak for other people because me personally, home give a fuck about people <laughs> you feel me? like i don't let nobody else just, like i'm the type of person like you mind your own you live long right so if a person don't affect my money or the way i live i don't have no problem with you what you say what you got going on it ain't my business it's on you you feel me so me I can get along with anybody who get along with me. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really speak on other people in their situations, how they feel, you know? Some people, some people, I don't know, some people like to focus on other people. Some people like to speak on other people. Some people ain't got no job. Some people ain't getting no money. So they ain't got nothing to do but to focus on other people. You feel me? It's just other people got, different people got different priorities. You know what? That's what I love about you, Fredo, man. You know, I've been watching these these interviews on you, man. You handle yourself with so much grace, and like you really just don't give a shit about anything other than your career, bro. And and as someone that's been around as long as I've been around, bro, like I, I want to see you continue to keep that mindset, bro. Like, fuck everybody, bro. Like honestly, like when it comes to like quote unquote ops, just focus on the goal, and and you do a great job of doing that, bro. So salute to you on that. Let's talk about some stuff that you got going right now. Got a clothing line that you, you're about to, to drop, or is it already out? Uh, no, it's already out. Bang Biz Clothing. Uh, you can find it at bangbizclothing.com online. Always quality over quantity. Always. What made you want to start a clothing line? Like, what was that like? What, 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 was it just 
the entrepreneurship. Honestly, the fans always wanted it, and I never wanted to do it unless it was going to be quality clothes that I wear myself. Like, I never wanted to make something that I wouldn't wear myself, you know what I'm saying? So I make sure it's comfortable. I like to wear stuff for comfort. So that's how I made comfort, quality. You know what I forgot to ask you, man? I want to bring this question back real quick, man. We were talking about the beginning of your career and you starting off in music. Was there any musical, like music artists that made you want to get into music or that inspired you? And you're like, yo, these are my favorite artists. Uh, mostly Kevin Gates and Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yo, what are your favorite Michael Jackson songs, by the way? <laughs> uh, Rock With You, P-Y-T, and uh, Rock With You, P-Y-T. I think that's my top two. So, you know, hey, hey, yo, and I think it's dope that you, you had the opportunity to collaborate with Gates and, you know, uh, really make that, that connection happen. You know, obviously, both of you guys being in the same city is it, uh, big, bro. So that's fire, man. Uh, so let me ask you, what what's next? What you got coming up? You know, what's what's the future hope for Fredo Bang? Uh, as right now, shit, I'm just uh, preparing. Uh, I'm just... About to release another visual off my project. I just released Soul Crime. I'm about to release Doing My Dance with Money Back. Yo, the visual off the project. And then I'm going to move into dropping my album, Murder Made Me. Um, drop some visuals and then I'm going to release that. So let me ask you, man. Uh, we're from, you know, I'm out of Dallas, Fort Worth. Dallas is your top streaming city. So can we convert you to a Dallas Cowboys fan, bro? No, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but let me ask you though. We were talking off the record about the Super Bowl. You, you know, you said you got Tom Brady, and you said if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, you're gonna name your son after him. Is that true? Yeah. If Tom Brady won Super Bowl, I'm gonna name my son Tom Brady. Is he the goat? Huh? Is he the goat? He's the greatest quarterback to touch the field ever. Or none. I think he might be the best football player of all time, bro. Uh, I mean, if you can't really put a name uh best football player because every other player do it different ways. You know what I'm saying? And, um, the one one football player can't just win the whole game. You know what I'm saying? Unless they just sitting there taking it in the whole time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time, man. Look, your project's out in the name of G. Still most hated. Y'all make sure to stream it. Support my man Fredo Bang. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, look, I got to get you out of here. I got to get you in studio and actually do the interview in studio. I know that you're moving around and we had some technical issues here and there, but I appreciate you joining me, bro. I appreciate you uh, doing what you're doing, man. Keep it up and just keep on pushing, bro. Like, seriously, like, I love I love everything you got going right now, man. I appreciate you, fool. All right, hey, do me a favor, though. I need, I need something from you, so stay online real quick and, and we out, though. But that's Fredo Bang right there. Follow him on Instagram, at Fredo Bang. You already know what it is, man.